and then you know the archangel made the comment where it's just like you would dare harm a woman's face i figured that your older brother would have taught you better about respecting a woman's body and zelda's like I don't have an older brother that respects a woman's body. And I just lost my shit at that comment. Damn. <laughs> I, I just lost my shit at that comment. I thought it was so fucking funny. That's hilarious. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Animan Plus. This is episode 17. It is just me in the studio today. I have Zach and Josh over the phone, so I can only imagine that this episode is going to be a shit show in terms of getting everyone's thoughts on stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, Josh, Zach, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm doing fantastic. Wrapped in plastic. I don't know the next words, otherwise I'd continue it, so. Okay. (laughs) I think that's backwards anyway, isn't it? It's feeling fantastic, wrapped in plastic, I think. I thought thought it was wrapped in plastic, feeling fantastic. You know what? It might be. It might be. Regardless, he wants to be a Barbie girl, so. Yeah, that was the bottom line, but either way, yeah, Yeah. I've got uh, both the guys over the phone today. Uh, Probably next week as well, they will both be over the phone as well, Um, and also for our My Hero Academia Heroes Rising uh, bonus episode that will be coming out this week, that one will also be remote, so probably here in a couple weeks, you'll at least hear Zach back in studio. Uh, so let's uh, let's go through a couple things. You know, we just had a spoiler cast come out last week for One Piece up to chapter 1000. That was a lot of fun. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't already, if you want to know One Piece spoilers. Uh, at some point in time, we will be doing a Black Clover one. Um, don't know when for sure. Uh, and then whatever other spoiler stuff we want to do, as well as whatever other bonus content we want to do with like maybe Kaiju number eight or something like that. Um but hey, you know, I've got another podcast as well. If you're interested in like gaming and movies and TV stuff like that, uh, Lighthearted is the place to go for that. We do have the Pokemon 25th anniversary special coming out next month in February. So that's pretty exciting. So make sure to go uh, over there and check that out for whenever that comes out. It's going to be kind of similar to what we did for the Super Mario 35th anniversary. Um, me and Nick are going to be breaking all that down here possibly this next episode coming out or the episode after. Uh, and then also just make sure to go check us out on all of our social platforms. The Patreon is a great way to support us further if you want to, but Hey, if you, you know, if you can't, no big deal. Just listen to the show, sharing it. That's enough. We appreciate you for that. But also most importantly, when it comes to the social stuff, we do have an official Twitter at Animan podcast where you can go check out, uh, you know, basically the latest news as it comes out where you, we're usually pretty on top of it, able to share it pretty quickly in terms of uh, what's going on and just giving our thoughts on different things going on in the world right now. All right. With that said, let's just kind of jump into it. we got a lot of stuff on the slate today, what it feels like. Um, so the first thing that kind of popped out this week that I thought was very funny was a uh, one of Shoeisha's uh, employees, one of their artists, got hit with a DMCA. Uh, but it turns out it was just a bot attack, which when everyone saw it, that's kind of what everyone was thinking it was anyway. It's still just kind of funny because of how just like is it's it's become such a meme over the like this past year, especially with how much like Funimation and Vision, Shoeisha and others will just like completely just 
copyright strike almost anything that exists. It's actually made it very difficult for certain content creators to continue their work in various ways. Uh, so just seeing the fact that one of their own employees got hit with a DMCA for official art that he's drawn was just kind of comedic, you know, in a pathetic kind of way. Like I said, this just was a a bot, you know, just kind of getting out of control here. But yeah, you think it wasn't actually a bot, and that someone accidentally just saw it and didn't even look to who it was and did it, and they're just like, you see that's, yeah, that that's possible. That's possible too, where they just kind of threw it under the rug. It's like, oh wow, a bot attack, another one. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Oh, oh well, no. Actually, I've been kind of following this, and it's kind of a wild thing because it, when it first happened, everyone thought it was Shueisha because of the new laws that they passed in Japan last yep, year. Yep. But it turns out it wasn't it because even if it was a bot, it was only attacking certain certain people. And what it's been pretty much theorized now is that it wasn't a bot. It wasn't Suecia. It was an actual person going through and just copyright, like claiming copyright on uh, on people. Oh, so what so, like, Zach artist, just said is true. <laughs> it, it, it is true. It That's was just funny. a, a a random person attacking people. <laughs> Not even looking at it. It's just like, oh yeah, this guy might work for us. Copyright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. um, someone, someone had a, a, a picture or like a, a thing that was sent. Um, but like they didn't use Shueisha's actual phone number or fax number. They used the one you found on Google, which is a totally different publisher that Google got like mixes up. That's fine. Um, on the American Google, but if you use Japanese Google, it's the correct one. So they use the American Google. Um, when they linked it, linked um, like One Piece and Dragon Ball, they only linked One Piece because Dragon Ball Z is actually not on Manga Plus app, um, which is the Swish app. Yep. So One Piece is on there, so they linked One Piece to it, but they couldn't link Dragon Ball Z to it. And everyone's like, well, I mean, if you're Shueisha and you own Dragon Ball Z and One Piece, you're obviously going to like be able to link them both. You're not going to just be like, oh, yeah, well, just go to the easiest place and link that. So basically what it is is some dude just typed in like the hashtag for like One Piece and Dragon Ball and started like just copyright claiming them like crazy. Yeah, and dude, it's it's all like like you mentioned, it all goes back to those uh those laws that were passed that are coming into like full effect sometime this year. You know, we've already started to feel some of the effects of the the new laws passed, but I, I do remember some of the, like the the real key things. It's gonna shut down like a lot of websites and stuff. That won't personally actually be affected till sometime I think or a first half of this year sometime um, is when all that's going to actually strike down. So like all those, well, like, you know, extra, you know, bullshit pirate sites, you know, those, uh, those are going to be really be feeling the pain here in the next few months. Yeah. If I'm understanding the law correctly, like a, it only really like affects Japan as a whole. Yeah. But the main purpose is to take down all the pirated manga sites. And so it won't actually strike you unless you, like put a scan up of um, uh, like a full manga page. That's the only time it'll strike. Um, it won't act because that's basically all it's going against is piracy. So, so it would never um, strike gifts or screenshots of the anime or maybe like a single like manga panel or fan art or any of that other stuff that this attack was actually doing. And one of the funny things too is during this whole thing, I believe I on the Twitter had put a one piece gift in there and I was expecting us to be striped with this. If it was actually the way she going through and since we didn't get struck and then a bot didn't hit us, like it leads me to believe too, that it was indeed a person. 
just going through them randomly. The <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to bother with those square no names. Basically. Sure. I mean, apparently there are other no names that got hit too. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. But it wasn't like everybody. It was only just certain people. So. Big it's rib- just a really weird situation. But I mean, and nothing to really like super worry about because, no. you know, none of us pirate anything and gifts and screenshots are okay. So. Right. I mean, the law is the law, but I, I totally understand the law, like what it's going for. Well, I gotta guess, I gotta shut down my secondary site. Oh, I'll no. be bad, guys. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right. Well, hopping over from there, we did get uh, a confirmation of a couple things uh, involving an anime drop in here in the next uh, couple months. We did get the confirmation of the exact day. We had already knew the month it was coming out of, and we also got confirmation of how many episodes for a certain anime that we're going to be talking about here on the show every week. So, first and foremost, Eden Zero. This is something that I'm very, very stoked for. Uh, for anyone that is a fairy tale diehard fan and you have not checked out the Eaton Zero manga, you will enjoy Eaton Zero. It is phenomenal. Uh, we do have the official date of April 10th. This the uh, the series will begin, so that is super exciting. I knew it was going to be in April originally. I, I was seeing some rumors of late April, so it coming sooner is, is pretty hype. I'm I'm ready for that. I'm ready to add that to the lineup and talk about it. And then also, uh, you know, a new season uh for Doctor Stone that just got dropped as of today when we are recording this podcast. Uh, season two Stone Wars episode one came out. Uh, we did get a confirmation of eleven episodes for this season. And it doesn't really surprise me. Uh, I've I've read uh, through this arc in the manga, and it's it's a very good arc. Let me stress that it is very very good. But I don't think it, it makes sense to me that it's only going to be eleven episodes. You know, if it was going to be anything longer, you know, I, Stone Wars wouldn't have been the title, in my opinion, for you know the season because you know once the once this is over, the Stone Wars. Once it is over, it is over. They're hopping over to the next thing. There is no Stone Wars after that. So, you know, for it to be the season be titled Stone Wars and just hearing it's loving up, it just it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. Um, but and, but I am looking forward to seeing uh, this season play out uh, in the anime because it was it was a very good read. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some 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 key moments happen in the anime for sure. Uh, me and Josh um, both are we... going to be uh, watching Doctor Stone and oh yeah, you know, talking about Josh will f- for sure watch it every single week in time for the episode. Me, it's going to be a hit or miss just because of work. I did watch season one. I, I did watch episode one. I made it my one of my priorities today at work uh, in my lunch period to uh, check out the first episode at least for this show. Uh, Josh, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to ask. Uh, going back to Eden Zero, the anime, um, I wonder, do we have any like confirmation if it's going to be like on Crunchyroll or something? Or is it going to be like a Seven Deadly Sins situation where we won't get it over here until, like, say, Netflix or something acquires it. Uh, it's have not, we gotten any confirmation on that? It's not going to be anything like Seven Deadly Sins, uh, but we have not gotten confirmation for sure on Crunchyroll. We did get – it did say where it was going to be uh, airing over in Japan, but that doesn't necessarily tell us if it's going to be on Crunchyroll. My 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 money is going to be it's going to be on Crunchyroll, just like how Fairy, Fairy Tale was. I mean, we are talking about the same studio here, I believe. Um, yeah, so, and that's that's a fair guess. Yeah. I, I guess it's just um, a a question I have to ask, just because so many things are going to places like Netflix that right, right. Yeah. it will air in Japan, but we won't get it until Netflix gets the rights to it. So I it, I feel like it's a fair question. 
Yeah, I kind of want to watch it. That's totally fight. fair. That's totally fair. Uh, I did check out the trailer for it, and uh, the trailer just got me even more excited. Just seeing, you know, the one thing I really enjoyed about the Eden Zero trailer is just kind of getting a, a, a glimpse for how Shiki's power, his gravity powers, are going to work in, in in animation form. You know, so that was one thing that was really cool to see about the trailer uh, was you know kind of just a glimpse, a very tease of like, okay, I can kind of see what they're doing here. You know, for how it's going to be you know, how it's going to, you know, work in, in the anime. So yeah, as far as I know though, it's probably going to be on Crunchyroll. I feel like that'd be a fair guess, but, uh, you know, the, you know, more information we'll get on that. We'll share it, but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be on Crunchyroll. Um, which, which is that, a good thing. A hundred percent. If we're lucky. So, okay. So the main character's name is Shiki. Yeah. Shiki. And he has gravity powers. Yep. Yeah. So there's a, in, uh, one piece strong world, the I knew bad exactly guy where you were going with that. Is the bad guy's name is Shiki, and he also has gravity powers. Kind of weird. That's kind of sus. May is have it an, though? May have an imposter. So I'm just, I'm just saying. As soon as he said Shiki gravity powers, I was like, one piece. I mean, until that Shiki and even Zero loses his legs, I'm, I think we're good. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But I mean, there are like two episodes where Shiki does have his legs in the anime when they made it canon. So right. I mean, but wasn't that also in the past? It was also in the past, but still, you can still you can still see how his gravity powers work with legs as opposed to without legs. Well, so, I mean, let, I, us, let us know when Shiki suddenly dons tons of gold on him. Then we then I'll be concerned. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when that happens. All right. So. There is, so hopping over from there, one little quick bit of news that we came across this week that I thought was super cool because I'll be up front, this doesn't happen very often. I can tell you from my own personal searches for stuff, this isn't, this isn't common in my opinion. But uh, God of High School had a banger of a soundtrack, and it's going to be oh, released yeah, worldwide here later this month. That's super hype because the soundtrack was so fucking good. And what I mean by like this is not common is like usually like OSTs, they don't usually get released like worldwide. Trust me, I know. I've looked desperately for some of them and it's just like super expensive for me to like, you know, buy. I, I have to basically like buy a CD or something or just download it, you know, you know, illegally like, you know, in, you, YouTube to MP3 or some bullshit. Like, you know, just to get like an OST for a lot of shows, it's it's not it's not super easy to get like i like my hero is one that i know you can get because i have it on my amazon music uh but like i've tried to find like the like the official fairy tale ones because fairy tale has a banger of a soundtrack you cannot get those very easily seven deadly sins cannot get that one very easily you know just to name a couple of examples of things that i've personally gone out to look for in the past so the fact that god of high school soundtracks going worldwide that is super fucking hype because i'm telling you it's a banger of a soundtrack i mean hell our intro, our intro, outro music is is the song called "Battle" from God of High School. I mean, it's it's a great soundtrack. So I'm, I'm super pumped to pick that yeah. up later this month, January 27th. Uh, is and the it, official it, drop date. It bodes well for having a second season. It does. We, I don't know if we we don't have confirmation, do we, that any of these webtoon series are actually getting a second season? We have not gotten. Uh, like I haven't an, seen anything. No, now. we have not gotten an official confirmation. But just based on like ratings and stuff. I feel I feel very confident saying that we're gonna get at least a season two for all three of those big dogs, and then if we get anything, the season threes is where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna question. 
is if we're going to get yeah. season threes. Um, you know, I'm excited for season two of Noblesse and God of High School. Um, I will say I do have some serious concerns for God of High School for sure. If they do another 13 episode season, I do have major concerns on that. Um, but that's probably what's going to happen. So we're just going to have to kind of just <laughs> deal with it and work at work the best we can. But just based on, based on where we're going with God of high school and me and Zach, we talked about this, uh, when this, when this series initially, uh, concluded me and him both agreed that we were both kind of concerned if it's going to get hit with 13 episodes again, instead of like a 24 or something, but it'll probably be 13, but I would imagine all three are getting their season twos. Uh, I, well, I, I think that's pretty safe to bet, but we'll see. I would say it's pretty sick to bet too, because even when you're looking at like Crunchyroll's lineup of animes they're releasing for this season, like they're slowly putting in more uh, Crunchyroll originals in each yeah. airing season. So yeah, yeah, I and noticed I guess- uh, a, a few a few pop up here recently, and there was one that I was going to check out. Not the Spider one though. Not I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch series, that. man. I'm not going to watch wrong that. With you? I even saw what like wrong with you? I even saw like a little picture of that that someone shared on Crunchyroll where it's like you had like one of the spiders like oh is it is it feeding time and then the next picture is them devouring something. I'm like no man, I'm not watching that, that shit. Such an entertaining series, man. <laughs> no, I was I'm so good. surprised when I saw that. Because I read the manga a couple years back, of course, and did. I haven't kept I haven't kept up with it. And I saw that I went, oh, really? Okay. I'm not watching that. I'm good, dude. I mean, we all know your love for spiders, Alex. We'll know you're watching. My love for spiders is about as strong as your love for a Gravity Boys. Well, Alex, I'm probably going to spend a lot of money whenever the plushies and Nendroids of that series start coming out, and your house may be attacked. Oh no. Not a fan of that. That's funny. <laughs> Not a fan of that. All right, so let's let's go over from there, unless someone has anything else to add on to that. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, next up, we have uh, we have we do have some news for the next um, Studio Ghibli film. Uh, Earwing and Earwig, sorry, Earwig and The Witch is getting a, a theater release as well as an HBO Max release for America. February 3rd and the 5th, respectively. And Josh, you kind of had a thought on that, like what this could potentially mean for, you know, like the My Hero movie or the, even the Demon Slayer movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Studio Ghibli is like a really prominent, well-known anime studio when it comes to stuff. So, I mean, I feel like they'd be kind of the leaders in some of the stuff. So if they're like planning a theatrical release alongside a digital release, because the theatrical release is the third, and then from the 5th onward, you can watch it on HBO Max. Um, it kind of seems like maybe possibly, especially with Japan going into another lockdown, that like when we finally get the Demon Slayer movie, which I believe is sometime this year, yeah. if anything is correct, um, it might be like, you know, streaming on Crunchyroll or Funimation, I believe, are the ones dubbing it. Mm-hmm. Um, same for My Hero. And like we said in the past, Funimation, um, like with One Piece Stampede, does release the movies on their streaming app side by side with it being in theaters. So, you know, it seems like a, a possibility that this may be where we're going in the future where it, we may not get a theatrical release per se, but it'll be on some kind of streaming platform for us to watch. Right. Yeah. Which is good news. Yeah, that, that is good news. And I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely could see, you know, that being, um, 
a, a strong possibility, you know, because everyone's kind of jumping in on the whole, you know, digital uh, kind of bandwagon about going to, towards the future. Even even before, you know, COVID was around, you know, that was still something that a lot of people were kind of jumping on to. And plus, when it comes yeah. to just anime films in general, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't surprise me. I, I definitely think it could be a good thing because anime films, like, at least over here in the West, like, it's so selected and few of, like, what theater is going to run it, and then they only have, like, two show times, and, you know, they, it doesn't really, oh, yeah. it, it's not a huge thing over here. So yeah, it doesn't yeah really I was going us. to see, I was going to I mean, see, you uh, say that, but at least all the theaters around us, every summer they do a whole Ghibli marathon throughout, like, half the year. Yeah, that's true. The that's summer true. and the winter, usually. Yeah, um, and, like, well, that seemed the last My Hero movie. That was kind of the headache because we had to find a theater that it was playing at, and there was only one within like 40 miles of us, and yep. it was only for a certain night. Yep. And so you know, it's, it being on. Go ahead. I oh, know, I was just going to say it being on a streaming platform actually like bodes well for everyone, and we can watch it without having to drive to another state. <laughs> yeah yeah and you know it's even the same thing for such a massive uh title like dragon ball because you know like I, i've seen the last three dragon ball movies i have seen all three in theaters uh battle of gods resurrection f and uh broly you know josh we went to go see i think did we see all three together or just two of them i think actually only saw resurrection f because i didn't see broly until i bought it on blu-ray oh, okay I'm not okay sure about all the gods Okay. I think we saw Battle of the Gods in theaters. Okay, well, you know, it's it was the same thing, man. Limited theaters, limited show times, et cetera. Very limited run where it's like you have to see it within these four days or you're fucked. Sorry, kid. Yeah, pretty much. Like with One Piece Stampede, I really wanted to see it, but the only times it was playing were days I had to work till 7, and the showtime started at six, like 6 o'clock, and I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm out of luck till it comes out on DVD, and now it's just as hard to find on DVD yeah, without yeah. buying it online. I literally sent you a link to it. Yeah, I know you sent me a link to it. I just don't have the money right now. I will. And, uh, you know, also talking about, you know, anime movies, whatever, we did get confirmation that the next uh, Neon Genesis film is, uh, is in fact, being delayed. We don't know how far it's being delayed, uh, but we do have confirmation that that was delayed, which doesn't really surprise me, honestly. It's confirmed because uh, the last thing I read was that it was just like the midnight screenings weren't happening anymore, but it just got confirmed to be delayed, period. Yeah, that that was what I read. Unless unless the source that I read was incorrect, um, you know, because I remember seeing the midnight screening things like you did, but I saw that it got it did get delayed, and for the time. I mean, like I said on Twitter, though, the most surprising thing about an entire article is that this is the final Evangelion, even yeah, even Evangelion, Evangelion movie. Hey man, it trips me up too. <laughs> it was stumbling. I don't think it's the final, but right, right. I mean, it's been a couple of years since anything Evangelion came out, so just this popping out of nowhere was nice. It's just rough for the fans who want to see it, and just constantly because of everything that's going on, getting delayed for one reason yeah. or another. Right. Well. You know, and it's the same thing. You know, Josh, you you making that comment that it, you know it's like kind of shocking to hear it's the last one. It's kind of it's kind of like everyone's thought on this Gintama movie that's out, even though it's literally called the final. Everyone's just like. Is it though? Is it really yeah. though? <laughs> kind of like Naruto the last. Like, yeah. Is it really though? Yeah, exactly. The title Naruto the last. And that was actually supposed to be it. And then he's just like, okay, well, all right. You twist my arm. I'll do something else. And everyone's like, no, we, we really weren't. But okay, thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, don't just want to tell me. I'm super happy that came out, man. Apparently, hey, apparently, it's doing really well right now over in Japan. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah dethroned uh, Demon Slayer finally. Yeah, Demon Slayer finally got dethroned. Yep. 
I mean, it's a good series. It's was it's mostly a comedy series, but those moments when they do a serious storyline, it is exceptional. Another thing that uh, got dethroned recently, in in terms of uh, Demon Slayer, I shared this on Twitter. Is uh, Lisa? She you know had a song for the Demon Slayer movie, and uh, yeah. it, it was like the top downloaded for like thirteen weeks in a row, and it finally got knocked off. Lisa puts out bangers, dude. So that didn't surprise me. Yeah, she has quite a long list of songs out. So yeah, I, I don't I'm, think I've ever listened to any of her songs. I, you have, and just like intros and stuff. Because like for an example, I was about to say, I bet you have. Yeah, I'm will. I, just for an example, like I know you haven't like watched it all like into its full detail, but I'm pretty sure you've at least watched a little bit of season one. But like she's done every single Sword Art opening. So I mean, if you've ah, okay. at least yeah, if you've at least watched a little bit of the first season, I mean, you you heard Crossing Field, which is from her. Yeah, she's had I, I, several songs being animes or movies across like about like five six years now. So yep. you've probably come across one or two somewhere. Yeah, I guess I have. Yep. Um. All right. So let's talk about some let's talk about some manga stuff here. So we did get confirmation for a series finally ending in Weekly Shonen Jump, Mori King, uh, the series that I have you know, gave a little review on back, back in the day on the Animan days, uh, did not care for it. Uh, I, and I even read about like 10 chapters worth. Uh, so we I, both read 10 chapters first. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me and Josh both did. And it was just, man, it was just not, not great. I, I understand. Like, look, okay. Look, I, I'm not against like a slice of life type of thing. Right. But this was just very fucking weird. And it was honestly not great. Okay. Like yeah, it's fine it, to have a slice of life if it's actually gonna like really draw you into it, whatever. But this this just did not draw me in for shit. Yeah, I, I remember being on chapter six, googling like, is Morkin canceled yet? Because <laughs> it just I was not getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> pop the champagne, guys. First the Gravity Boys, now Morkin. I know. I know. Uh, Josh's favorite series and my favorite series both coming to a close. It's depressing. I mean, what 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 are we ever gonna do with our lives? We're getting redemption for the early deaths of Time Paradox, Ghost Rider, and Bone Collection. Like, That's true. The King of Redemption. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they all four of those started around the same time. I think A Gravity Boys when was started a little earlier, but they're yeah they were all in jump together, and then our two favorites got canceled, and those two went on forever. So now it's our little like finally justice is served. <laughs> now I just see an image of Josh and Graveyard is from. Oh, like shit, just throwing dirt on them. Just picture the covers of yeah, basically. the Gravity Boys. It's like, this is for you, Bone Collection. This is for you, I Time mean, Paradox. I mean, hey, it works. So. Hey, but hey, on the flip side of that, to no surprise, like we, we, we all three of us, as well as a lot of people uh, that read Weekly Shonen Jump, have been waiting for this uh, to kind of get any sort of word on new stuff coming. Um, we do have confirmation of four new series starting in Weekly Shonen Jump. I did see the lineup for this week, and from what I saw the lineup, I think I saw two of them, I think, on there. Uh, so a couple of these I don't think are starting this week, if any of them are starting this week. I want to say that I saw two of these new series on there. One of them by uh, the creator of Assassination Classroom. He's making his return to Weekly Shonen Jump. Um, all right, so I'm going to read through these names, and I'm going to try not to botch them, because uh, I feel like I'm going to botch them horribly. Um, well, so you, can't really, you can't really butcher that much, but let's hear Yeah, Yeah, well, there's one of them for sure that I cannot butcher, and that's which, that's <laughs> yeah. which which. Cannot butcher that one. Which which is one that I cannot are you, butcher. Are you sure you can butcher Haloon's Ball Parade? 
Uh, Kaloon's ball parade. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 I think I'm good on that one. We're good there. All right. Now the other two, now the other two. All right. So (laughs) I, uh, Irusha, I, Irusha. I have no idea what, what you guys take on that name. I I'm so horrible at pronouncing things. That's my bad. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible host. I know reading's hard. Public education failed me. Okay. I mean, my take on it would be, uh, Adarushi. Adarushi. Okay. What do you guys' take on the, on that, that first one I have listed? This is the one that's actually by uh, the creator of Assassination Classroom. Alright, that's the title. Yeah. We're rolling with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's along the lines of what I had. It was the last word that I was like, but uh, yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I'm looking forward to seeing if these are actually going to be in uh, this issue or not. Because, like I said, I saw the lineup and there were two. There were a couple series on there um, that I think were these. Uh, I know with the ball parade one, that one is going to be a baseball manga. So we are getting the return of a sports <laughs> yeah. manga in Weekly Shonen Jump. With the end of a uh, Hayaku, you know, we knew that place was going to be filled at some point. Uh, so we are getting, you know, it's going to be a baseball manga. So I'll, I'll probably yeah. check that out. You know, I, I still want to check out more of like Ice Shield 21. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of finally dipping my toes a little bit into sports manga that I've never really done before. You know what we really need? Huh? We need a kickball manga. A kickball manga. Let's do it. I'm pretty sure there was one at one point. But... It wouldn't surprise me if there was. Oh my gosh. And hey, you know. I honestly wouldn't be surprised either. It's just a bunch of. 12 year olds and with like Mario Party esque abilities. Hey, I'm about it. Let's do it. Hey, and you know, one someone, thing someone to, write uh, this down. Yeah, write this down. Take take notes. Take notes. Uh, one thing trademark, to uh, trademark. One thing to keep in mind uh, for potentially for the future is uh, a series that uh, we've kind of reviewed here on the past. And I'll be honest, Zach, I have not read the latest chapters, uh, but Deranged Detective. You know, if that ends up going under for Akira Amano, she did release that one shot a few months back called uh, Hot, uh, which was oh, a, the hockey yeah, one. Yeah, the hockey one. So if Deranged Detective ends up falling through, hey, who knows? Maybe she she could uh, bounce up with the uh, Habari on Ice and uh, yeah. see how that goes. We can get Nick on here to review that one. He likes hockey, so he can give us the ins and outs and the technical. That's true. Technical That's true. Terms, he can give so. us all the technical terms, all all the the deets that we don't know. That's just going to be weird to me because in all the sports mangas and animes, only at one point there's only a team with like some uh, exchange student or whatever from countries that are big in that sport. And just I, I just now see a BC Canadian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to play hockey. Eh? <laughs> yeah, basically. Hey, I would, I would be down to see a hockey manga, dude. Hockey is one of those sports that I've wanted to like get into more and uh, learn more about it, and we'll actually sit down and watch the, watch the game. So, like, I'd be I'd be cool with reading a hockey manga. That'd be pretty dope. I'd be about that. Especially if this Canadian exchange student rides it on and moves. Right, right. <laughs> Let's do it. I want you know get the get uh you know just like our our Canadian friend uh, Phoenix, you know, in the Church of Chin server. Get him up in there. You know, he can give us some uh, some technical terms. Yeah. You know, facts about Canada. <laughs> uh, I don't care about Canada. I care about hockey. Do what, Josh? I was just naming all facts about Canada. You know, poutine, maple syrup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all really nice. 
All right, so let's hop over to uh to anime talk, and you know I want to give a shout out, okay? Because you know going through our our very horrible you know backstory of Animan and going through what we've had on Animan Plus, we got six different shows here on the lineup today. That's that's a new record for us. Shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> How many did y'all have in Animan? Maybe, maybe one. <laughs> black Clover. You guys, you guys are the worst. <laughs> it was Black Clover, is what it was. I think wasn't it wasn't it Black Clover or did we just not do anime, any anime at all? I don't think we did or, any anime at all. We always focus so much on the manga aspect of things. Dude. Actually, you know what it was? Hmm. We would just review every time we watched an episode. Like we watched through like Demon Slayer and then read Demon Slayer and then talked about Demon Slayer and then like you would watch an anime and be like, all right, I'm gonna talk about this for a little bit. So that was it. We didn't actually like continuously watch anything and talk about it. We were. I mean, so we were bad. well. We, yeah, we. You were two bad. are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> we learn from our mistakes. Okay. And that's where we are now with Animan Plus. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we do have six different shows here on the slate uh, for this time being. You know, a couple of these are going to be ending in the next few weeks with, like, Dragon Quest and Yashihime, and they'll get filtered out. We know Jitsu Kaisen's only going to be, what was it, 26 episodes? So, you know, these series, they're, they're going to continue to be kind of rotated out. We do have our two ongoing series added to the lineup here being One Piece and Black Clover. Uh, but the two new ones, like, like we have on here, you know, we already mentioned, we've got Dr. Stone episode one we're going to talk talk about in episode one of seven daily sins season four or season five here in the west um so let's kick things off with uh black clover i was gonna say too before we start if it means anything i'm powering through attack on titan so hopefully we can add attack on titan season four to the lineup before it ends i wish you the best of luck on that i mean i'm happy how do you feel about the arm and burst i mean it's kind of accurate very accurate. I'm halfway. I'm almost done with the first season, so yeah, okay. only two more. Wait, you're? Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were when you said that you were actually like somewhere like season two or three. Oh no, I thought you were refer- referencing the thing Alex put in the uh, <laughs> in the group chat the other day. Oh, I was. But okay. I well, honestly, when you said you were watching Attack on Titan, I figured you might been like already somewhere in like season two, maybe three. No, I I I watched the first season when it first came out. But I've completely forgotten it all from starting with season one and moving forward. Gotcha. I should have done this months ago. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying Attack on Titan. I really couldn't get into it. Um, so maybe, you know, once you kind of like power through some more of the series, we'll take some time and, uh, you know, let you talk about it. Maybe next week we'll look at uh, throwing Attack on Titan on here. I know for this episode we've got you going to be giving some thoughts on Food Wars. So expect that oh, here yeah. in just a minute. Uh, but let's let's kick things off with some Black Clover though. One fifty eight. This episode got everyone up in a tizzy on the internet because it did not give the fan oh, service they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> that was like the only thing. Like, I mean, in all fairness, compared to the last episode, it wasn't like a fantastic episode. Yeah, but like we thought it that was going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, we we kind of knew it was going to happen, especially because it's like following the manga now. But just the fact that everyone was like, "This is the worst episode ever. It's trash," and it's only because. They didn't put in the fan service they wanted, which is understandable because they're like 15 years old. I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Wait, people were wanting one, what a bunch more skin in the whole bat scene. Yeah, there, in, oh, yeah. in, in, in the manga, there is a very clear fan service shot of the three of them in the manga. Um, I guess I forgot about that because I remember reading that scene. Yeah, and everyone was yeah. up in a tizzy about it. I thought it was fucking hysterical. I'm with you, Josh. I mean, they're like 15 years old, so I mean, I get why there's not a full blown fan service shot. You know, I get it. That's a, that's probably why I forgot it because I just, I didn't even think of anything of it. I was just like, 
Okay, that's there. Underage yeah. characters, bye. Yeah, basically. You can, yeah, you can see the side by sides people post online yep. of like the manga and the anime. It's like worst the anime like, ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they want fan service, go watch Food Wars. Exactly. Exactly. That goes hard on the fan service, just from a few clips that I fucking have seen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, black the Black Clover 158. You know, like we just said, it, w- it wasn't as like over the top like uh, 157 was, which is understandable. You know, 157 was the kickoff of the Spade Kingdom arc. This is just kind of following back up on that. You know, all this episode was was uh, kind of set up for some more stuff to come with uh, uh, you know a huge revelation at, you know revealed at the end uh, involving our you know one of our protags, you know now being named, uh, you know, that he's apparently one of the, you know, the prince of the Spade King. Yeah, the prince of the... And then I always think the real being in love with Charmy but not knowing it's Charmy is also hilarious. That is amazing. I love that <laughs> so much. That was the best part about this episode was Charmy. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. I love the whole real, like, being head over heels for, you know, Charmy but not realizing it's Charmy. I love yeah. that so much. It's such a great Because Rail is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I just love Charmy's character because she's quite literally wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. All right, so- I, I just, I really can't wait till we get more of her in the manga and everything just in general. I agree. I agree. There's a lot of characters yeah. that we I would love to see more about in the manga. You know, maybe we'll get there someday, but who knows, right? Yeah, I mean, because Charmy's really interesting considering, like, what, she's a dwarf? Yeah. So yeah, she, she, she's, she's part, part dwarf. dwarf. Yep. And she, yeah. in slight spoiler, if you haven't seen, gone through the elf arc some, for some reason yet, um, she has two magics. Yeah. Yep. And, then, like, there, there's other characters, too, that, you know, haven't really been in the manga in a while that I would kind of love to see. Like, but, what, Magna Swing? Yeah, and... Um, Zora. Zora, yeah, because apparently yeah. they're 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 on a, a quest together. So. Yeah, the two of them have been off being friends somewhere being for like friends. ages now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Josh, what do you think of uh, One Piece nine fifty seven? I know you kind of mentioned to me that if this is something that you people are going to want to watch, like on TV. Apparently, it's just fucking beautiful. I even read that online that the episode just looks yeah. great. You, yeah, it's an amazing fucking episode. Like, it's a lot of. A lot of uh, stuff going on outside of Wayno. I talked about it kind of in depth in the spoiler cast. Um, but, like, you find out something about Sabo. You don't really know what happens, but you can tell by everyone's reactions what kind of happened. Um, you get uh, kind of the, the attempt on Princess Vivi's life. Um, and then the seven warlords disbanded. But this episode was just, like, it was almost movie quality the way it was done. And it was probably the best, like, directed or animated episode of one piece i've ever watched i watched it on my phone and i regret it regret it now because i wish i would have watched it on tv because it was just it was so good it was such a good episode like the animation and everything and like the pacing it was oh, it was amazing you know one thing that uh, i think we can all agree upon when it comes to one piece is that you know one piece is one of the last you know standing ongoing animes out there in terms of like they don't do seasons you know and you know take breaks and stuff but even though they do that one piece man they don't fucking skimp on the money for the anime because like i I feel like i feel like for a really long time now like i'd say like you know at least like you know obviously if you you can just go back and just look at you know go go on youtube look up clips from past arcs and stuff right i would say it feels like since probably like the time skip like they have just wasted no money 
on the anime where every single episode is just like very beautifully drawn, very beautifully animated. I mean, like the Luffy yeah. Cat Curry fight is absolutely like it's like almost to a point. It's like movie level type of stuff. And like, even, I mean, not even sorry. No, I mean, ahead. not even just the time skip because if you actually look and like you can actually find they actually started redoing all the like older seasons just put them at that same quality. Yeah, like there's no Dragon Ball Super episode three yet, like episode, thing going on in here. Episode five, thank you. Episode five, <laughs> the infamous whatever. episode five. The infamous yeah, episode five. <laughs> there's none of that going on in One Piece. Like they don't like do a bad episode and then go back and redo it. Like every episode's fantastic, even like the older episodes that you can go back and watch. Like even if they aren't redone, because like the quality at the time was the quality at the time. Yeah, yeah. and they just like. You can tell, like, periodically it gets better and better. And in my opinion, I think the Wano animation and art style is probably the best thing for One Piece. Yeah, you know, I haven't actually sat down. It gives it a whole and, new uh, level. I haven't actually sat down and watched any of it, you know, but I've seen clips and I've just seen shots and stuff. And it, it, it just looks great. Like, it really does. Like, it looks like something you'd see in a movie. And, you know, yeah, and definitely. Someone had mentioned online, I never really thought about it, but uh, up until really Wano. Um, they never really cared that much about lighting and shadows in the One Piece anime. Um, but in Wano, yeah. they started using lights and shadows more. And this last episode is like the epitome of like lights and shadows, like how how they can set a tone. Right. You know, just it, that's what that's I kind of for me what what did it was once I started noticing that I was like everything was just like a hundred times better. Yeah, and it just really further, you know, just puts one piece apart from the rest, you know, for the previous, you know, shows and even Black Clover. Black Clover is really the only show that's, you know, we know of that's like an ongoing weekly thing that's, you know, really popular. And Black Clover has been very well documented to have its fucking piss ass poor episodes. Um, you know, you can do, you can just go on YouTube, do a side by side of like what was the original TV release and what was like the Blu-ray release, and it's a it's a massive difference where it'd blow you away. Of how just yeah. how, how shitty it was at initial release. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to One Piece and that team. You know, the studio putting in the cash to make sure the episodes look great every single time. Which honestly just really excites me because I mean, I'm gonna I'm just gonna randomly pick up the anime. Obviously, you know, since I'm caught up on the manga, and I'm gonna pick it up here for the Wano arc. And I'm really pumped to see that uh, the big fight go down in uh, in this type of animation they're dishing out. Because man, I can only imagine yeah. that fight's gonna be like top tier. Oh yeah, and most definitely in the next episode's gonna be. Uh... Gold Roger and Garp versus the Rock Pirates, mm. which it showed a little bit of that. In that dude. Wait, you just it's, said Gold Roger and who? Uh, Garp. Okay. For a second, they said Gold Roger and Garp. I was like, what? <laughs> Gold Roger and Garp. <laughs> it's <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate crossover. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, but yeah, the plot that, twist is it's the Boruto version of Garus with the Ooh, you know, no. with, the, with that design. Yeah, that's the plot twist. You know, speaking of One Piece, Black Clover, and Borzo, um, I want to say, because we didn't put this in news, because it's something I saw on Twitter today, but uh, Crunchyroll released their most streamed animes in each country. And overall, the, the top three animes are Black Clover at number one, being streamed in the most countries, then Jujutsu Kaisen at number two, and Boruto at number three. And then the top ten, One Piece wasn't on there, which kind of shocked me, because like, I feel like it would be higher. That is kind of shocking, and you know, it's also kind of shocking to hear about the Boruto anime. Apparently, the people in J- apparently Japan loves the Boruto anime with what it's doing. Asia, Asia loves the Boruto anime because all, all the Boruto votes came from Asia in general. Okay. That's funny. And so, the number one in Japan, I think, is right now is um, something Onyx. Yeah, it's a Crunchyroll original. 
yeah, that's the number one in Japan right now at this moment. Um, so the, like the main Boruto was like coming from everywhere, and like even my hero wasn't like super high on the list. I mean, it was in the top ten. So right. Well, it also hasn't had a new season in a while, so that's true. But it's apparently the number one streamed anime in Canada. <laughs> Shout out to the Canadians, like My Hero Academia. Yeah, I'm surprised the number one streamed anime in the U.S. is Jujutsu Kaisen right now. Just because I feel like it's such a di- America is so diverse, like not everyone's going to be on like Jujutsu Kaisen Shonen level. But right, right. I don't care what you say. That is the shit. That is top tier animation at the moment. <laughs> That yeah, is how it the is, animation it at is, the moment. It is fucking absolutely just gorgeous. But uh, see, I feel like One Piece now is on the same level as Jujutsu Kaisen in it terms is. of like I animation, so. which is why the whole thing was brought up in the first place. Yeah, I would say head. so. I would say so. Uh, the I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen animations top tier. Uh, One Piece animations top tier. So yeah, I, I can agree to that for sure. Um, Zach, what do you think of uh, Dragon Quest episode fourteen? It's all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it was an aftermath episode of after the fight with High Kill, of them repairing stuff, going to the guy doing something stupid, which he shouldn't have done, which led to success, which led to them going to where they need to go, and introducing the new general they're going to fight, who I keep, for whatever reason, seeing as Flavor Flav. Flavor because Flav. Because he, he's a giant creature of half ice half fire he's an elemental spirit that's half and half he just has this giant gold necklace thing that goes all around his shoulder both his shoulders and just hangs in front of his chest like some icon like he's about to go power ranger or something i can not see him as anything but an elemental rapper (laughs) (laughs) you know i'd like to point out on like hearing your dragon quest weekly reviews None of them sound like you're ever thrilled about having like haven't had watched it. I mean, some some of the episodes have been really good, but it, my main thing with it is just constantly because this. You know, I've said it before, it's an older series that it was written back in like eighties or yeah, something yeah. like that, and just some of the concepts and tropes have not aged well. <laughs> so the, the whole thing, like in the episode, there's literally a whole thing where three soldiers, because the princess has gone into hiding after her kingdom fell. Three soldiers are literally fighting over rations because they're starving. And it's a really dumb fight. And she just rolls up. The princess comes in, grabs the bag, and just hangs it over the tower to throw it off. And I'm looking at her like, what are you doing? I'm just like, why are these grown adult men acting like kindergartners? <laughs> they're staying in the Lord of the Rings. Uh, dance. <laughs> And I'm just looking at this and going, I, I, I don't know happening. I know what's happening here, but I'm not a fan of it. Hey, just look on the bright side. It's almost over. Is I mean, it, it, it doesn't bother me because, I mean, it is entertaining. It's just the tropes and stuff have not aged well. Yeah, that's fair. On the flip side, what about the Yashihime episode 14? You know, what do you guys think of this one? Uh, you know, we're we're starting to get the uh, we're starting to get some like some teases of some kind of crucial information that's going to help set us up for the second half of this season. Uh, you know, which as we predicted, we're, I, we 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 all kind of you know just based on how a normal anime goes most of the time. You know, the second half of the season we think is going to probably be pretty dope. Uh, shout out to the yeah, new intro up. and outro. That, those are really those are really great to see. But yeah, what do you guys think of this one? We we got some really crucial information in this one. Leave it needing a stalker villain to bring things together. Yeah, for real. 
I mean, overall, it was like, you know, a good episode. To be fair, before we uh, started the podcast, we were talking about it, and I didn't even realize I'd watched it. So, <laughs> kind of forgettable for I me. I mean, I was going to let that slide, but hey, man, you want to bring it up. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. Like, I... I mean, in my in my defense, I don't know when Yashihime does come out, even though I posted about it on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so I thought there was a new episode, and I'd watched an old episode, but apparently I've watched the new episode. So like, yeah, I, no, you you posted that tweet on the day of the new episode, <laughs> and then I watched it that day. That just shows like how how I guess how it resonated with me. Like, what really got me in that episode was literally the preview for the next episode. True. And shout out to Viz Media for hitting us up on that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, thanks for the like. Right. But no, seriously. I mean, it was a good episode, but I definitely felt at this point that it's just a story about Toa and uh, Setsuna. More of us were just there. Which is yeah, sad. which is sad. She's the best girl. True. She became a nice giant snowman. That's true. She did become <laughs> a, a snowman. That's true. Yeah, like, uh, we, we got... Out, Go ahead. I was, I was going to shout out the fact that the, the that led up to the snowman, the fact that he, uh, dude hit Moraha with his fire breath and her fire robe didn't really protect her at all like it did in Yasha. So shout out to that fact. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we I mean, got, she didn't uh, catch on fire, but in Yasha, like, doesn't even get hot. So anyway. Yeah, with this episode, we got some, uh, you know, flashback, uh, moment with, uh, the forest fire that separated Toe and Setsuna and, Kind of, kind of setting stuff up with, uh, you know, how the second half's gonna go. Where it seems like Shishomaru is the one that uh, wanted that forest burnt with his daughters in it, and we'll get yeah, to, big surprise. Yeah, we'll get to explore more about that the next episode. The, the preview was uh, showing we're gonna go through some flashback stuff, seeing kind of what went down between Shishomaru and that uh, our antagonist that I can't remember his name. He's only been shown like three fucking times. Uh, but it's also important to note Inuyasha was there. Yeah, Inuyasha, Kagome, uh, Rin, they're all going to make an appearance as, as this uh, next episode in a flashback form. So we're going to be able to get like, some information on this. So I'm pretty pumped for the next episode. I'm probably more pumped for the next episode. That I, it's probably the most excited I've been for one of these episodes so far. I feel like within the next episode or two, Josh and me will finally get to answer to our current fight over in the series. <laughs> oh, of who's in that crystal? Yes. It's Rin. Zach's not letting this go. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to let it go. But when it, when I'm right, I'm right. So, yeah. so, and when you're wrong, I'm not gonna let her let it go. That's true. Okay. He's not. He's not. I, you know, I wasn't going vindictive with it. I was just gonna say, when I'm right, I'm right. I'm not gonna hold over you or anything. But okay, if you want to hold over me, we can do that. Every episode's gonna start out like that. Oh, okay. So it's basically gonna be light, like with lighthearted, with the numerous memes we have over there of like you know always mentioning Diablo Immortal or something. It's gonna be on the same tier. Yeah, every episode is gonna start out with either one of us saying who was right and who was wrong. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm just gonna stay out of this and we'll let you guys do your thing. Uh, I mean, until we find the next thing. Yeah, yeah. until you find the next meme. That's right. That's right. So, Josh, what did you think of uh, the kickoff for Stone Wars season episode one dropped today? How, how did you feel about it? You know, it was a good first episode. Um, uh, I, obviously, it's not going to be a lot of action because you're setting up the Stone War. Yep. Um, but it, it was really cool. I like see I like seeing the science and stuff of it. I'm not a big like Doctor Stone manga reader. In fact, I haven't read the manga that much. But I am a big fan of the anime, so like seeing the stuff is really cool. Like how they make like space food and stuff. Yep. It's awesome. But uh, I'm super hyped for the upcoming episodes this upcoming season it seems really dope and 
I mean, Zach, you you remember it. I, I'm sure you're hyped for it too. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. My spirit animal in that series is Chelsea, and she's currently stuck in stone in like Mexico. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. That that's his spirit animal, basically. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. It was a good. Ep- good first episode, man. Uh, we got um, some foreshadowing this episode uh, that I, I w- obviously won't mention what exactly it's referencing. Um, that will play a larger part later on. You know, we got to see some science stuff setting up uh, for the wars, and the, these next coming episodes are going to be really good. Um, and just the war itself, everything that's going to go down. Like, I mean, this is a very good arc. Like I said, it's not very long. So it being 11 episodes is not really a huge deal. I think that's probably the best thing for it. You know, where it doesn't yeah. feel like it's too drawn out or anything. But, you know, hey, I'm ready for it, man. I, I'm i ready for it because, like, me reading the manga, dude, like, all the science stuff, it's kind of on the dull side in the manga, in my opinion. You know, it's so much more, like, you know, it's so much more, like, it's just better watching it happen in the anime. Yeah, having, and having Tinko it think to explain it yeah. makes it better because i i like his voice of course we're watching it sub so i like his sub voice yeah, yeah. i don't know what his sub voice sounds like um but i was gonna say you know with this up with the last season being what 24 episodes and this season being only 11 episodes do you think it's possible that before the end of the year we might get a third season yes, which yes. might round out season two i do, to I do a think full that's 24 possible episodes? it would not surprise me if that happened yeah it would not surprise me um, but the question, I, I would actually have to go back and review what, what comes next. I think I, rem, I think I know what comes next. I'm not going to say, but I do think I know what comes next. And if that's the case, if what I think is next, no, I don't think we'll get anything this year because that would not be 11 episodes. That would probably be like a 24 again. But if there's, there's, there's something else that I'm trying to remember, uh, that happens it, it it's possible yes but if what i'm thinking is going to be the next big arc no i, w- I wouldn't i would think probably next year we'll, we'll get the new let season me, let me say this because this is something i just thought of on the spot as well what if we are only confirmed 11 episodes for season two stone wars but after these 11 episodes we have however many episodes what would it be like uh 13 episodes for a second half of the season and they're just like billing right now that Stone Wars right, is only right. eleven episodes. See, that's possible. That's possible for sure. It just really depends on what comes next. Uh, I'm drawing a massive blank on what came next. Like I said, if it is what I think it is, I would think that needs to be about twenty four, in my opinion. If what comes next is what I'm thinking it is, so that that would be the only hold up. As far as I'm that's aware, true. what comes next is they escape one continent to go to another continent to find Chelsea. Uh, that's You're way off. As far as Zach's concerned, <laughs> yeah, that's what's next. Yeah. That's that's where he started. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's hop over to Seven Deadly Sins. So uh, just to be clear, Zach, you have not watched this yet, correct? No. Okay. Uh, all right. I haven't so, finished the last season. All Thank right. So this is this is just a me thing from the, what it's gonna, from the look of it. Yeah. This is uh, season four, episode one, uh, or season five if you're here in the West, because Netflix decided to do like a four episode OVA and call it a season. Uh, this is overall like a pretty solid episode, you know, coming into this, you know, I think everyone's first thing they were going to look for is like, okay, does this episode look fucked compared to last season? Uh, you know, there was nothing like super over the top, like in terms of like fighting or moments, whatever that really could test, 
if the animation quality is going to be better than last season where we get like, you know, Ameliotis or an Escanor type of situation. Um, so that, that was one of the big questions coming to this episode is how is it going to look? In my opinion, I thought it looked fine. But then again, like I said, we didn't really have anything that was going to really test the boundaries to see if it is going to look to you know look like dog shit or not we had a couple moments where you know it could kind of like tease like okay maybe this is going to be a little bit better if if, if that if you know if i'm guessing correctly uh, i would say that yes it is going to look better um you know with this episode it you know it still has bond in uh purgatory uh looking for meliodas's emotions as well as escanor uh merlin i can never remember the name of the uh the archangel but the archangel that's te- that's currently in Margaret's body, I cannot remember the name of the actual archangel's name, but uh, them as well as uh, Gil Thunder and Hen- uh, Hendrickson are going down to where Meliodas's body is, which also has those two other demon, um, those two demons that trained Meliodas and Zeldris, and Zeldris is also down there as well. So you, and then on the flip side, like you have, um, you have King, uh, Gother, and Hawk as well as an, one of the other commandments, the chick, I cannot remember her name, but the chick that was pretty much always naked besides like her de- demonic powers over her body, you know, uh, yeah. cannot remember her name. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they had someone else with them as well. Um, they, they're all going to where Esterosa is who has Elizabeth right now, which was the conclusion of the last season. So you have three different things all going on at the same time and throughout this episode. And I feel like they kind of touched on everything really well and kind of balanced it all out. Uh, a couple of my favorite moments uh, from this episode that I just personally want to point out is uh, uh, when you have the confrontation with Zeldris and the, the two other demons with the Archangel Escanor and Merlin, whatever, you have a moment between that Archangel and Zeldris where you know it's kind of like, it's kind of like in season two where Meliodas went to go try to strike Zeldris, you know, and he didn't even pull a sword out, but, you know, he did super quick-like and cut Meliodas' arm off, whatever. You have, like, one of those moments where Zeldris kind of, like, puts his hand on his sword, and the Archangel did the same thing, and then you just see, you just, you see effects of slashing and stuff, but they're not actually moving at all. Um, so, they're, you know, once that comes to a close, you see a scratch go across Zeldris' face, you see a scratch go across, you know, Margaret's face, whatever, and then, you know, the Archangel made the comment where it's just like, you would dare harm a woman's face? I figured that your older brother would have taught you better about respecting a woman's body, and Zeldris is like, I don't have an older brother that respects a woman's body, and I just lost my shit at that comment. <laughs> I just lost my shit at that comment. I thought it was so fucking funny. That's hilarious. Um, but you know, then, you know, the, 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 like the big bulk of the episode, like the whole end half was all about bond in uh, purgatory and, you know, seeing the hell that he's going through in purgatory, trying to find Meliodas and just like, you know, he keeps referencing like how many dozens of you know decades have I been here and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and I do want to point something out for people that, that watch this and have, you know, have not read the manga. There is a moment where he is fighting a demon. All right. And when he's fighting this demon, you know, he's got long ass beard, long ass hair because it's, you know, an imitate. He's been there for years. And in the middle of this fight, he gets blasted by a fire blast and his beard gets singed off and his hair goes back to normal because he got singed off. That does actually happen in the manga as well. It's just kind of fucking stupid that 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 happened where his hair magically perfectly went back to his short form. (laughs) But that does happen in the manga as well. I just want to point that out. And then while he's fighting this demon, 
it like years past of him fighting this demon and his hair's you know literally the next scene it's back to being long so i know that could be a little confusing for people that might watch this because just how quickly the time is going for you watching it but then the time that's going that's passing in the episode itself but then the episode ended with an absolutely just amazing moment i loved it in the manga loved seeing it loved love the track they had going for it the track was kind of like a sad tone on perfect time which perfect time is like the most you know notable song of seven deadly sins for fights music whatever blah blah but it had like a sad like piano-esque uh perfect time playing of where meliotis and bond actually reunite where you just like meliotis is overcome with emotion because you know he's been there alone trapped this entire fucking time and all of a sudden he wakes up and his best friend's there it was a really nice touching moment uh you know great way to end off the episode i'm looking forward to some of the episodes coming up this season's gonna be super fucking dope. Uh, I'm very, I'm very pumped for the rest of the yeah. season to keep on rolling. Uh, I was gonna uh, say I watched, um, I watched like the first five minutes of it, but I was watching it on my phone. And the way you sent it, I couldn't like put it into like landscape view, so I had to watch it in portrait. That's weird. Yeah, because I watched um, it on my but phone, I mean, and I, I, I was fine. That's weird that it happened that to you. I think it's just the, the I opened the link in Discord, and Discord doesn't let uh, me do that gotcha, with videos. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, as far as the animation goes, I couldn't really tell any difference from seasons one, two or three, um, from that first five minutes. So, I mean, I guess that bodes well, like it doesn't look shitty on a phone and the worst possible way I can watch it. Yeah. And at least it doesn't have the white blood splattering everywhere. Yeah. Which is weird. I, I want to <laughs> for a second about that because I am in the middle of season three or four of seven of the yeah, I don't, yeah. whatever, whichever one it is, whatever, you, whatever your thing, preference is, how to call it. <laughs> yeah. That blood thing is really weird because sometimes it's white and sometimes it's red yep. and it can be both at the same time. And it's just so weird. Like it, I was watching a scene the other day where like they cut some demons in half and it's just like raining blood. And then someone just like coughs up blood and it's white. I'm like, how are you going to have two blood in the same scene, but one's white and one's red? I don't get it. So I guess they're like differentiating. Like if it's a demon, it's a okay. But if it's a person, it's not okay. But then like even sometimes, someone bleeds and it's still red so that white blood thing is just really weird now that i'm watching it they pick really weird moments to do it yeah the white blood i, I remember when that um when that first like i watched the first two episodes whatever and i'm just like oh jesus christ and then it just had such a massive backlash that they they had to start changing it back to red for future episodes but like the white still made its sneaky appearances from time to time it's just it's just fucking stupid there wasn't like the we, we got a little we got a couple shots of blood in this episode like when like their faces got scratched and it was red so there's you know, no white blood thankfully uh yeah. hopefully it'll stay like that for the rest of the season um but let's hop over from there josh uh you have the floor you and zach both actually if you want uh josh you're, you're checking out food wars you're reading the manga for the first time ever you know you kind of got inspired to check it out after reading the sanji special you know what are your thoughts on food wars at the moment and zach you, yeah. you've checked out the series so anything that you want to chime into feel free yeah i uh, just want to start off by saying like you know we don't have any jump chapters this week so i figured i you know after reading the sanji special i was like food Wars seems like it's the shit i'm gonna i'm gonna try reading that one and i'm about 42 chapters in originally i was just going to review the first like 20 chapters but i might as well just go to the first 40 um yeah and zach you want to chime in because i've been reading pretty quick so i'm not like so good on names and stuff I, like the only name i've remembered is soma and that's only because he's the main character that's rough yeah i know um but i mean in 40 chapters like i've been 
speedreading it because I've been so into it. It's so good. Um, just like it's it's nice to have the deviation from the most of the stuff I read, which is mainly fighting and stuff, and then this one's just cooking. And it's just it's super I mean, nice. It, Food Wars is always both weird one because it is sort of fighting, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. I don't know if you're going to continue it from where you're on, but when you had t- oh, told me, you said uh, you're at the fall tournament, and that's where it really gets weird in the food fighting. I, I'm I'm really hyped to read it. There's like 300 chapters, and I plan on reading all of it. Uh, it's so good because, you know, you get the, I guess just a quick review, you get the first half, which is just like getting introduced to characters, and then uh, Soma goes to the school after his dad leaves, and once he gets to the institute, like he starts making enemies of everybody because he's like, "I'm gonna be the number one person here." Everyone's like, "Okay, I don't see how that's gonna happen, but that's fine." There's trash from a diner. Yeah, like everyone hating on him and stuff, and then um, from there you get like the Bowl Society it was really good. I really like the oh bowl the dumbberries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they have that like. A big fight or that big tournament and stuff, and she has to join the Bull Society. Like, and she's yeah, still in did. it too, which is something yeah. I love. Is that she's still part of it? Um, and then you get uh, what the training camp, mm-hmm. where they, which is really good. And then Soma's dad comes back cool. um, to the institute, and then yeah, now we're at the fall. I do want to pick up the one thing you did miss was the his actually having to get into the Polar Star dorm and there to follow them. Oh yeah, that was really good too. Like in this series too, something that caught me off guard was like it's really fucking funny. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. I was expecting to come in and like start reading something really weird just from like the scenes I've seen, like the clips. Like this is gonna be super weird. It's gonna be another gravity voice. I'm not gonna that, get into it. That's not fair because most of the scenes people take from that are the the reactions after eating the food and just the direction Which, the writer and artist took with it was just completely out of left field. <laughs> but I have to point out that those, those reactions are pretty much my favorite part. Like, when it gets to the... I, I keep reading it, I'm like, all right, he's cooking, so here coming up is going to be a reaction. Because I just want to see what it is. Because some of them are so fucking weird, it's hilarious. I, I forget. Has it actually, at that point in chapter 40, has it introduced what the whole McCurry family's uh, blood trait is? Mm, I don't think so. No, it hasn't. Okay, it probably introduces it for the first time in uh, the tournament then. It, it's not that big of a spoiler, but for whatever reason, in the Nakiri family, <laughs> whenever they eat something really good, because you'll see it with the principal, he has to, if he eats something real good, just without his knowledge, he'll just suddenly become shirtless. <laughs> 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 So in this, in like it first shows in the full tournament, and this thing happens continually through this rest of the series with the Nakiri family men. They just all become shirtless. Well, it's not just shirtless. They each have their own variation. Dude, <laughs> that's fantastic. I can't wait to read more. I'm loving it so far. I'm so sad that it's over and I didn't get into it sooner. Because like I would love to read this week to week. It's amazing. See, like the, the series itself is very good overall. Like, I could, like, Food Wars is definitely one of my favorite series that I do like to watch because 
I need to double check if I can buy the fourth season yet on DVD because I have seasons one through three. The only downside I do say with this series is I feel like it ended too soon, in which you may agree with me, Josh, once you get to that end. Because I mean, the end, the end stuff is very good. It just felt off leading it week to week. That's fair. And which, I'll, I'll let you, you finish. You may say differently reading it straight through because it may be a bit better just reading straight through versus when I was reading it week to week. Yeah, I, you know, mangas are like that. Like, you know, for example, One Piece, I hated the Odin backstory reading it week to week, but I also loved it reading it straight through. True. Um, so I can totally see that. And I definitely plan on reading Food Wars all the way through. Uh, it's amazing so far. And I definitely want to know how it ends. Uh, and there's, you know, so many things going on too. So like, I, I really want Soma to achieve everything that he wants to achieve. I've become that attached to his character. Oh yeah, no, Soma's a great character. He's 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 very on the lines of a similar personality to me to like Luffy. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely I can see that. Like I Yeah. I just I want everything he does to like so like that first time that he fails when he has the uh the cook off with the uh, the French chef. Differential yeah. on, which is like the first time he actually loses. Mm-hmm. That's not to his dad. Like, it kind of hurt a little bit. So I was like, someone can't lose. Someone's got to win. He's always got to win. So, yeah, I can't wait to read more of it and see what what else happens in the future and stuff. You you saying that about him winning? It's very fun, interesting you said it because you might. I think the first time you see it is I think towards the end of the fall tournament. It sure shows a character trait of some of just, even when he loses, he takes those experiences with him. Yeah, actually, it was uh, the end of the camp where uh, he doesn't technically lose, but it's uh, when they're doing the breakfast, the buffet breakfast, and he's, like, not doing well with the souffle omelet, and he, like, realizes, like, he's got to change something so he can get his 200 plates done, and they're like, you know, you almost failed that. And he was like, well, it's okay. I, you know, learned something very valuable from the experience, which yeah, is yeah. really nice. I guess it was just in that first, uh, that cook-off with that, uh, the, the alum, that the, the French cooking, there really wasn't anything for him to take away from it. He was just like, I got to do better. Can't, can't be losing like this. But in all fairness, the loss wasn't like his fault at all because the dude was so much better than him. And I'm going to try to say her name, but Toto Roki. Megumi is easier. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Megumi. Megumi's uh, her first name. Yeah. But <laughs> um, so she was she was the lead chef on that one. So, I mean, in, in no way was it his fault at all. So, but, yeah, you're right. Megumi's way easier. It's just every time <laughs> you read it, it's, it's Todoroki or whatever. And I'm like, Todoroki. Okay, I'm going to remember that. I mean, I'm I trying hope, to remember. I uh, so because it's basically the same as my hero. Yeah, but it's not spelled the same. Oh, okay. It is one. Um, other thing too that's really funny is I can't remember his name either, but he's the seventh seat and he's the second year employer. Just like every time you see him, he's got no clothes on. Oh, his naked apron routine. Yeah, it's just hilarious every time I see it because I don't expect it. Like I, every now and then, like it's like you know I kind of expect it, but just when like it's just him anywhere. So you know that apron he has, the pink one with the kuma bear on it. Yeah. I got the season one collector's box of the anime. 
it comes with one of those. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the other thing too is when they were cook- when he was having to cook off with his dad, which I just read this last night, and like he's got to make the revitalizing breakfast thing, and mm-hmm. like his dad cooks that um, that ramen. And like they, they're like, oh, I feel so revitalized. I feel like I'm getting younger. And then it shows them they're like, they're all kids except for um, I forgot her name, the the matron of the Polaris Polaris dorm. Yeah, like a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> completely out of left field. Like what? Yeah, because <laughs> I was just looking at it and I got turned. I was like, wait, is she a fucking monkey? And the bottom was like, you went back too far. Dude, it's such a good series. Yeah, it's a very good. It's. It was an interesting series when it came out of Shonen Jump because it wasn't your usual Shonen Jump thing. Yeah, it's not your normal deal. And so it's a very good slice of life, just feel good series. Yeah, which, you know, surprises me because I'm not into that kind of stuff. Like I said, I'm usually into like One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Black Clover, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like hardcore fighting anime. So me getting really hardcore into this, I was pleasantly surprised. Well, the real interesting thing with this series is just I mean, you're still in the sort of the first part, so they haven't really done a whole lot of shokugekis. And so it's mostly the reactions you see are just the sort of euphoria ones. With the shokugekis starting in the fall tournament, it really gives sort of this weird fighting element to it, even though they're not actually fighting. But you get this whole rivalry and head-to-head constantly throughout the rest of the series. Yeah, which I'm excited for. We've had, like, a few small ones that aren't really, like, you know, big, like, uh, Valdinis. Yeah, Valdinis. So, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to reading more. I really like this series. I wish my review of it could have been a little better. I just got really hyped about it and then forgot everything. (laughs) And, hey, you know, one shout-out that I want to make about all this, because you mentioned something and something that I've mentioned from time to time before is that this is not normally something that you would be into, and it was like a pleasant surprise, whatever. Well, hey, dude, just shout out to this show, Anime and Plus, for kind of pushing us to, like, try other things and discovering new interests, because that's been me with a lot of stuff, too, is that, you know, before this show, I would have never taken the time to sit down and read something like Time Paradox Ghost Rider or Mashal, for example. I just wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't have probably taken the time to even read other series that even though they fall into the same sort of genre as what I'm used to, like, let's say, you know, Mission Yozakura Family, I probably wouldn't have checked that out either. You know, it, yeah. but, you know, it's thanks to this show where it's like, it's pushed me to like, okay, let's try something else. Let's try this. Let's try that. So yeah, just shout, yeah, out, to that. Just shout out to that. And a, a big shout out too, um, to the fact that, because, you know, we only mainly review current series, series yeah, that are ongoing, yeah, new chapters, stuff like that. So we don't really do older stuff and like, you know, with Jump being on a break, I didn't have anything to read and that one piece of Sanji Food War special really like stood out to me. And I was like, well, I mean, we don't really normally go back and read stuff, but, you know, for the sake of doing it, maybe I'll try it, um, you know, for content for the show. And like I said, I mean, it, I would never would have done that before. Like an older series, I probably would never have read. Is because I had, you know, never had a reason to. I never right, had a reason right. to go back and read anything. Yeah, same thing like, with me One Piece. This. I didn't really have the desire to read it until we started this show, so. <laughs> yeah, I, same with Naruto. Yeah. You know? yeah. I didn't really care about Naruto until we started the, the original anime. So, yeah. you know, yeah, shout out to the show for getting, like, getting us interested in things that we normally never would have been interested in otherwise. Yeah, just open the door for it, man, which is pretty nice. Yeah. Sure. 
All right, so I do want to do one very quick follow-up on something, and then we're going to hop over to our chapters. And we don't have much since Weekly Shonen Jump was on a break. Kaiju's on a break. So we, we have very limited. I'm just going to speed run those here in a minute. But I do want to do a follow-up involving the uh, Soatia uh, DMCA thing because uh, while you guys were talking, I was just going through Twitter, and I did find an official statement straight from Viz Media about this. Uh, the statement says it has come to our attention. Soatia has been falsely misrepresented by an individual sending copyright and removal requests on Twitter and other social media platforms. Soatia is currently consulting with various platforms to investigate what measures can be taken to address this issue. This is straight from Viz Media's official Twitter involving this incident that took place where it was, like Zach said, and Josh followed up on, it was just a single individual, I guess, just having a bad fucking day. Like, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck that guy, too. Just uh, throwing out uh, bad strikes all day, so that is currently being looked into. Yeah, and it's probably someone who got struck by Shueisha and just decided, well, if I'm going to get struck, yeah, right, right, I'm going to do to everyone else. Yeah, and yeah. shout out to Shueisha for putting out like a statement and stuff because for the last few days, a lot of people have been pissed off at him because it's been kind of up in the air. No one said anything about it. Yeah, people were like, is this how you're going to treat your fans? Like, because you're striking, you know, at the time when everyone thought it was Shueisha. You're striking fan art and cosplay and stuff like that. And that has nothing at all to do with like artwork, yep. like your official artwork. So is this how you're going to treat your fans? So I'm glad that, you know, they're stepping up and saying something about it, and, you know, taking steps um, to ensure it doesn't happen in the future. Yeah. All right. So let's hop over to the chapter reviews. Like I said, no weekly show and jump Kaiju's on a break. So go ahead. Um, I'll kick things off right off the bat with my hero vigilantes, uh, chapter 93. Um, I'd give this like a six or a five dude. Like we had such a beautiful setup last chapter for like young all might and everything. You know, I think I even gave it like an eight or a nine last time. Cause I loved like the interaction between young all might and young, you know, night eye, whatever. Great interaction, yeah. great seeing the young versions of them, but like we had just a great setup for something really fucking dope. I would, I didn't, I don't think I said this last episode, last time I talked about the the manga that is, but I was actually low key thinking like, yo, are we? I'm, are, am I about to get to fucking see the All Might, you know, one for all or all for one fight? Like, is that where this is about to go? And it just kind of like just a big flop, like a big flop. All Might gets there, and then she's like a literally a meme where it's like, oh yeah, the villain got away. Really? really like yeah this gets like a six or a five for me garbage uh what about spy but, family 39 but hey, can we go back and say it's actually kind of hilarious and uncharacter for all might to get there and the villain got away yeah i mean it is you're that's, right that's, that's kind of how we get introduced to all might is that he gets there and the villain has got away from him yep so I mean, it's true. kind of hilarious and uncharacter that's true that's true all right what about spy family 39 zach did you read this I'm, josh i know you haven't caught up to this yet no I'd give it a seven. Yeah, I'd give it a seven. It was just a good little feel good feel good chapter involving one of our well, other characters. Following one of our characters we don't see too often, Damon. Yeah, so I, I, I can give it a seven. I appreciate this chapter just because we're getting more introduction to the staff at the school. And the staff at the school is actually very awesome. <laughs> true, true. Uh, next up, I got Eden Zero, chapter 125, back after like a two-week break. I'd give this chapter like a solid eight. We had a really, what was like a really hype introduction to a character for the last, for the final panel. Uh, we got to see more of the uh, Elise and um, James fight going down, as well as just some kind of dark shit also went down this chapter as well. 
Um, but yeah, I'd give it probably a solid eight. That ending was pretty dope. You know, getting, we got introduced to a character that I think's going to not, he's not going to be a key character long term, but he's definitely going to be a key character, at least short term, which is going to be really cool to see how it plays out. So hopping over from there, we got solo leveling, uh, chapter 135. Zach, what would you rate this one? Eight. I agree. I agree. Eight. Had a really fucking, just like a really cool ending, though. I will say that. Yeah, I just, it just like, it just, you know, a cool ending in the sense where it's like, man, he, it's just where it's the all-powering type of feeling, you know, where he just says it, charge, it a, where it's just like, ah, oh, dude, that's just like epic. It was a really good shot. The only thing I wish for it you know, would have been to see it actually fully spread out versus just the regular strip. Right. Unfortunately, I would have loved to have seen that where you stretched out like in a, a two-page panel. Yeah, instead of just the how we got it, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. What about uh, God of High School four ninety eight? Uh, seven. I, I I can agree to a seven. Yeah, I think a seven's probably a good rating for it. I mean, it was the first episode in ages where I knew what timeline we were in. That's true. That's true. It's been all over. <laughs> it's been like so many questions here. He's like, "Where the fuck are we?" And everything. And then we we get introduced to a new character who's I'm assuming going to be the overall bane to reach our class. Right. And give Maury what he needs. I am sort of sad that after everything he got, it all just became one thing. <laughs> I was really hoping to see him do some like Ben K crap with 120 weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see like what what the, what the climax is going to look like uh, for this series. Um, what about Unordinary 216? What would you think about it? Six. You say a six is what you said? Yeah. Um... I'm flirting with like a six or a seven. I think a six is probably the best way to go about it. Cause just like, I don't know. Like, I guess like the only reason why I would kind of flirt with giving it a seven is just the fact that fucking just now we're just, you know, Arlo's like not an idiot and learning the truth, you know, uh, at the end of the um, chapter. But I mean, there was a lot of good context in the story, but in terms of like things happening, the most was just, yeah, Arlo finding out about that just seeing where Seraphine's mind on everything is and just uh, finding out that there is some sort of conflict going on in this organization that Seraphine's sister is part of. Yeah, and you know, I, I, was, I was seeing some of the comments on the chapter where it's just like, oh, dude, Sarah's about to, like, fucking just take over the whole fucking world and I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, she's ready to go. All right, let's finish off the show here. What do you got for LC 94 I'm going to give it a six. Because because last chapters and whatnot, there hasn't been a whole lot going on. It's mostly been a lot of uh, people trying to recruit Jai Wu after he showed off his skills and performance in the little fight thing. Everyone's been really looking at him because he's got this high potential. The principal's offered to train him. This new elder that showed up in the previous chapter, part of the that evil group, is offered to train him in everything but we're, we're starting to get into what's probably going to be something interesting because in this chapter this other elder has asked become jaiwu's mentor and jaiwu refuses uh refuses that offer and this guy is part of this group who says do whatever you have to to get the results you want and it's very leaning towards he's going to do something with jaiwu shortly so that should be interesting to see 
Gotcha. I did notice the other day that El Cid got bumped up to number two on the top action series on Webtoons. So hot shout out to that. Number one, still weak hero. Number two was El Cid and then got a high school, got bumped down to three. So, all right, well, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, kind of a lengthy one today. Had a lot of stuff to talk about. Got, you know, us having, a, we're adding a lot more animated lineup. Nothing wrong with that, you know. Um, so looking forward to seeing what's going to come out of the rest of like Dr. Stone season two, uh, seven deadly sins season four, you know, got, uh, you know, some other good stuff going on with, uh, our chapters that we're talking about, like Eden zero and stuff like that. Looking forward to actually having weekly Shonen jump back this weekend. We are going to, we, to my understanding back on a normal schedule for a while, we're going to be getting it every single week. We're kind of off the break period. So it's going to be nice to have as well. Yeah. It's good. But, uh, yeah, I think that's just going to ultimately just do it from us, guys. Uh, we are going to have that um, My Hero Heroes Rising bonus episode tomorrow. I'm not going to really call it a spoiler cast. I mean, it's been out, you know, in the States here since October um, to purchase from Blu-ray. So I'm not going to call it a spoiler cast. It's a bonus episode where we're going to be talking about that. You're going to hear all of Zach's thoughts on it. First time seeing it just here recently. Uh, so shout out to that, guys. But until next time, have a good one. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>